Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Folks, in a moment I want to dive into something that happened in the news earlier this month. A Texas judge prohibited an American citizen from her constitutional protected due process rights. She's trying to divorce her abusive husband, but because she's a Muslim, she has been ordered by a United States judge to submit to Sharia laws in the dissolving of her marriage. She has been ordered by the Texas judge to appear to a fic council. Three Muslim clerics will decide her uh, alimony, division of property. If she's even awarded a divorce from her husband and even the custody of her six-year-old child, all this will be decided not by a U.S. court, even though she's an American citizen, but because she's a Muslim, the court has ordered that she must submit to Sharia law. Yes, you heard me correctly, folks. This is going on in these United States of America. Due process is being withheld from American citizens if these people are practicing Islam. And I've been warning you about this for over a decade. I want to talk more about this and other examples and other things that have been going on and how Americans are trying to defend themselves against this from Sharia law taking precedence here in these United States. Before we get into it, uh, we need your help. And that's why we need support of our listeners, because this program fights against these abuses of foreign laws, a religion that is creeping in, bringing in its Sharia. This is exactly what I saw happen in Europe. This is what got me started in this of calling out this alarm. It's been quietly growing and building these FIC councils, these Sharia law courts, and not with official backing, but here we're seeing an official court saying, no, we're not going to hear this case. It needs to be done in a Sharia law. Folks, that's, that's a big problem, and we've got to stand against it, and we need your help and your support to keep this ministry on the air to educate the believers and those here in North America to the dangers of Sharia, of Islam, and why we must resist it. And one of our goals is resisting Islam. If we don't, it has a history of destroying our faith, our Christianity. 1,400 years of evidence of history that we can point to. Every nation that Islam has been allowed to take root and grow will attack Christianity, attack our freedoms, and we lose our liberties. And so before you know it, then we're living in Islamic laws. That's what's beginning to happen in Europe. And uh, they're trying to resist it and step back against it, but they've allowed, they've given them too much ro of the road 
And it's a difficult situation for them to wrestle it back. But you can help us and uh, help our ministry to keep us informed and alert and with the things that we need to be doing. And the way you can help us and support us is by giving safely, securely online at FortressOfFaith.com. We're trying to raise $10,000 by the end of this month. We did not reach our goal in the spring. We didn't reach it in the fall. So we have tightened our belt as tight as we possibly can, and we really don't have much wriggle, or we just don't have any wiggle room at all. And we may be losing some stations, I'm afraid, if we're unable to reach our goals. And so uh, would you consider helping us with a one-time gift, even $10, $15, $50? Uh, maybe you've been blessed with means. Maybe you can give us a sizable gift. Uh, that would be a huge boost to our ministry right now. The number to call is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. If you want to send a check but don't have our address, please give us a call. We'll be glad to give you that information. don't want to take up airtime. It's 800-616-0082. If you're in Canada, we have an address in Canada, and uh, many of you support us uh, in Canadian funds and... Uh, we're able to take that. Again, the number is 800-616-0082. All right, let's get back to the story here. District Judge Andrea Thompson from Collin County ordered that a Muslim uh, girl, Miriam Ayed, who was attempting to exercise her legal rights to a divorce from her husband, Ayed Mashim Latif, revealed in court documents that during her wedding, she did not realize what she was signing, but she signed kind of something that you and I would probably call a prenuptial agreement. And she said that she was hoodwinked, she was defrauded into signing the document. She was told that the two that she was signing two different copies of a marriage license, one for the uh, the American courts and one for their Islamic wedding but she did not realize that in this that she was in a sense saying that that she will not divorce in a U.S. court she gives up those rights and will submit herself to a FIC council now FIC is spelled F-I-Q-H and it's the idea is uh, what sits in there this is the Sharia law courts this is how they operate it's like a small little tribunal. You take your case before these clerics, and these clerics will hand down their judgment according to the Sharia. Now, the Sharia says that a woman's testimony is worth half of a man. So anything she says about her husband, unless she has two other witnesses to back them up, well, then, you know, uh, one other witness only makes it worth one person. So she really has to have three people to back up to overcome just his testimony. And so going into these courts, and by the way, the children are always the property of the husband. Never does Islam allow the woman to have custody of a child so she can kiss that opportunity, goodbye, that child belongs to him in the eyes of Islam. And when they come to the division of the property, well, he gets 
uh, for every part he gets, she gets half. And so in the Islamic Sharia law, she is greatly disadvantaged. Now here in the United States, of course, we would never view it that way. We believe in the equality of man and woman, but in Islam, they certainly do not. By the way, too, if she is abused or slapped or hit or raped, she's his property. And so he has right to plant his seed any way he sees fit, the way that the Quran uh, says she's a tilth unto him. In other words, she's a field to be plowed and for him to plant his seed any way how he desires. I'm sorry that's crude, but that's just how Islam sees it. And so um, these fiqh councils, if they're going to be operating according to Sharia law, she has very little hope. Now, she has no rights to a divorce. He can divorce his wife, but she has no rights to do it. Now, it's likely because of the pressures of our culture, she will be permitted maybe a separation and then maybe a um, after all efforts have been tried to reunite the two, they've been then allowed a divorce, but it will be a long, drawn-out procedure. But the fact is, here's the issue. The issue is that... that be- even as an American citizen, she an, a court, a, an American court has judged that Sharia law has precedence over her United States rights. And that is the big issue. Now, we have been, as a ministry, been very active and supporting of an effort was called ALAC, American Laws for American Courts. We have rallied and worked to get it passed here in the in North Carolina. We have tried to make efforts to get it fully passed in Washington. We have it in some marginal courts, some low, some of the lower lower courts, and regional counties and so forth there, and in some of the counties, but it won't stand up to a higher court, they can certainly overrule on those things, and that's what's happening. But we've had success of in, in about 48 states, there have been some efforts to get ALAC going. Now, the Senates, the state Senates and Houses and governors have signed it into law in 14 states. So in 14 states, they have been fully protected against Sharia law, coming into their courts. And it's a process of called American Laws for American Courts. Now, you would think that this would be a no-brainer, wouldn't you? That no foreign law should have precedence over American laws and American courts. But apparently, that's not the way it is in every state. Now, it is that way in the federal government. We have in the Sixth Amendment there that the, that the U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land, but it gives states powers to operate un, into certain areas that the federal government doesn't have any power. And so when it comes to some criminal laws and some civil laws and civil issues, the federal government has no business in those areas, which is good. I'm glad that they leave that to the local state and to their to their laws. I think we've got a great... Uh, constitution is is because of that but there 
our efforts to try to block this. You have groups out there called CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, that say that they're not trying to bring Sharia law into the country, but anytime Sharia law is trying to be practiced here, they fight like tooth and nail to make sure that it happens. And there's a lot of things that we could spend time talking about how this battle has been going on over uh, Sharia law getting into our courts. 50 examples, 50 cases that we could cite for you where American courts have bowed to and submitted, and here's another example like I just told you today, where they have yielded to Sharia law and given the power and the reins to the Muslim law rather than our laws of our land. Now, folks, I hope you understand this is a very dangerous, dangerous ground, dangerous footing for us to be getting into. And I hope you'll join us in tomorrow's broadcast because I'll tell you what happened in, in England, in Europe, and how this has been growing and establishing itself here in the United States. One of the most egregious situation example we could tell you about is what happened in New Jersey, what a judge uh, did there and yielding to Sharia law and some other examples and other things there and how we can keep this from growing and how you can be involved in doing a part to stand up for your country, for your country's ways. Now, of course, you'll be called a bigot. You'll be called a hate monger if you stand up for your ways and don't yield to foreign uh, religious laws. But I'm here to tell you, if we do not do that, we will lose our freedoms and lose our religion. Well, that's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.